When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's August the 19th, 2022. And if you are looking for a little laughter, a little love story, maybe a good old fashioned meet cute, you are going to fall in love with today's conversation. I am thrilled to welcome back to Sorta Awesome, my friend and the host of The Couch Podcast, Mary Carver. Hi, Mary. Hey, Meg, how are you? I am doing great. I'm so thrilled that you are back on Sorta Awesome. We always have so much fun when you're here. Yes, I love getting the chance to talk to you and have been really looking forward to this. We've had so many great conversations you and I have had together for Sorta Awesome that are really pop culture inspired, pop culture related. I have to give you all the credit for this conversation topic. I know that something came across your radar that actually was a conversation in the Sort of Awesome Hangout group, which is our sort of online hub for our community. And it kind of like, I don't know, ears perked up, so to speak, as you saw this conversation, right? Yes, yes. I saw someone post, I should have looked it up, to find the exact post before we started talking. But it was someone, I think, asking for recommendations about wanting to watch a rom-com. And more than one person commented about how rom-coms, romantic comedies are dead. Oh, yes. And I don't know why I took personal offense to this. But I just sat there. I think I was on my computer. I don't think I was on my laptop. Or I mean, I don't think I was on my phone. And I typed out this whole long comment. And then I was like, no, that's not enough. I made a spreadsheet of all the options that they clearly had missed. And then I realized, one, I am out of my mind. (laughs) But two, perhaps this is a conversation best had on air versus in a comment box. (laughs) Yes, because think about how many lives we can change by actually having the conversation with our whole community. First of all, we love a spreadsheet queen around here. The fact that you... (laughs) put this into a spreadsheet is just amazing for sure. But yes, truly. I mean, we have some really, really helpful conversations in our hangout. That is truly why it is our main hub for our community. But look, that group moves really quickly. I don't catch all of the conversations. That's for sure. It's easy to miss some of the really good stuff in there. So I love that you are like podcast producer that I am. You know what I think? (laughs) Let's take this to our microphones and let's have the whole conversation on mic. So that's what we're going to do today, you guys. Mary has so much to share with us about the state of the romantic comedy. Here we are in 2022. She's going to tell us the rom-coms that are coming out right now, the ones that have come out recently, ones that are upcoming, even if like going to the movies or seeing a movie isn't your thing. She's even got some rom-com TV picks for you. So we have got so much to cover in our special coverage of the rom-com as we know it right now. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you are looking to connect with amazing women and find a community that will support you no matter what age or stage of life that you're in, I'm really thrilled to tell you that you've come to the right place. If you are enjoying Sorta Awesome, the podcast, please make sure you have subscribed so you never miss a new episode from us. Also, if you love what we're doing here on the show, 
Hop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating and review. We really do get new members in our community all the time who tell us that they actually found us either on Apple Podcasts or maybe on Spotify. Believe it or not, those reviews, those ratings, they really do help new people who don't even know that they're awesomes yet to find and discover the show. We would love your support in that. And it's totally free for you. It just takes a few minutes of your time. So thank you so much for your support of Sorta Awesome, where you're listening to your podcasts. So Mary, like I said, at the top of the show, you really, I mean, spreadsheeted, the data is clear. (laughs) We are not, the rom-com has not died. No. We have so much rom-com goodness to get into today, even if you're rom-com skeptical. But first, before we get to all that, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our Awesomes of the Week. If you are new to Sorta Awesome, Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little more awesome right now. It could be a book or a TV show, maybe a new product, maybe a new podcast you're loving. Whatever's bringing a little extra sparkle to your days. Mary, what do you have for Awesome of the Week this week? Okay, so my Awesome of the Week is something that I just finished, but is not brand new. I just finished listening to the audiobook of Troublemaker, Leah Remini's memoir. Oh, interesting. Do you know, I have never like sat down and listened to or read that entire thing. I think I've seen excerpts of it over the years, but no, I've never like read it cover to cover. Tell me everything. Okay. Well, if I tell you everything, I have to just give a little background that I don't listen to a lot of audiobooks. I know that you listen to a okay. ton. Yes, totally. I have not really developed that reading muscle. Got it. And so I really struggle to listen to fiction unless it's like kid books with my daughter. We listen to some for sure. Yeah. So I've decided I want to try to get into more audiobooks and I have started with celebrity memoirs. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is the perfect entry point for audiobooks. I will preach this gospel until the day I die. If you are a little bit skeptical about your enjoyment of audiobooks, pick up a memoir that is narrated by the celebrity themselves. Yes. Yes. So I had finished one and I just went down my list of, you know, which ones I had thought sounded good and Leah's was available at the library. And so I downloaded it and oh my word, it is bonkers. Okay, look, I went into this not knowing much about Scientology. Okay. And I'm going to be honest and I hope this doesn't offend any awesomes. I can't imagine it would, but maybe. (laughs) When I hear about Scientology, I just roll my eyes because that is dumb to me. It's like, sure. why would anyone do that? It's so silly. I, who cares? On the outside looking in, mm-hmm. it is very easy to be like, this. how is this yes. something that you can buy into? How do you yes. believe this? I get it. Yes. Well, as it turns out, once I listen to Leah's story, I understand a lot better how someone could be pulled in mm. and how they could stay right. stuck there despite misgivings, despite kind of scary or unsettling experiences for decades. Yes. Yeah. And then her story of basically escaping Scientology. Yeah. Okay. So she's funny. And I did watch King of Queens. So I was familiar with her. There is a lot of language in this book. That is how she talks. Like she'll tell you like I'm from Brooklyn. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh Not to stereotype, but that's how she is. And she gives details. Like she names names. Yes. And she does. Yeah. If you didn't already know that Tom Cruise is crazy pants, you will know it after reading this book. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like beforehand, I knew it in theory. Like everyone knows Tom Cruise is a little nuts. But now I'm like, whoa, there's the extent of it. There's some weird stuff going on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love to in celebrity memoirs when people do name names or not, (laughs) they're not like so vague about it. They're like, who could this be? Mm -hmm. When they're just like, I'm going to tell you who it is. Yes. Yes. And she's even very frank about her marriage, about her how her relationship with her husband started. And she's very honest about her own mistakes. Well, I mean, it feels like she's been very honest and her family and how that all happened over the years. And it was just fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so the name, the title of the book is Troublemaker. Yes. Okay. And obviously we know too, I mean, she's, this has continued to be her thing. She's done like yeah. TV series and documentaries, all of this stuff. It obviously did cause a lot of trouble for her to leave Scientology. So 
Yeah, yes, I'm glad to she, know the audio version really holds up with her storytelling of it all. It really did. It really did. I mean, I was just, you know, like wide eyed the whole time. Yeah. And then when she gets to the end where she's talking about all the friendships that she lost, it is very sad. Yeah. But then the people that stuck with her, I have loved Jennifer Lopez for a long time, but hearing how she didn't even flinch and was like, of course, I'm still your friend. Yeah. Who cares about Scientology? It was, yeah, I love that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, we will put a link in the show notes if you guys want to go check that out. And if you also have listened to or read Leah's book or just, you know, any Scientology adjacent stuff you want to talk about, let, let us know too. I mean, you know, I love my true crime, but adjacent to that, I love my culty mm-hmm. stuff, my culty content. <laughs> so... Yes, have engaged in a lot of just like deep dive reading, like what is going on with Scientology. So good stuff, Mary. I love that. My Awesome of the Week is a lot more tame. (laughs) (laughs) Very tame this week. It has to do with some resources that I am loving in my endeavors to become a better plant mom, which I know that term is a couple of years old. Now my daughters are cringing somewhere right now. They're like cringing because their mom is saying plant mom in the year of our Lord 2022. But I genuinely have gotten so into houseplants as a hobby and like really trying to take it seriously, as opposed to in the past where I buy a plant, I'd water it somewhat sporadically or overwater it, like drown it to death. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't do plants. I really have tried to start picking plants that are pretty approachable for beginners and like really make a go of this little hobby. It helps Mary that every single time I'm at Trader Joe's, right when I walk in the doors, <laughs> there's all of the plants and they're priced so cheap. Mm-hmm. And I just can't help myself. I got to get a new one almost every time I'm there. I think Kyle's to the point where he's like, we have to stop bringing new plants home. <laughs> yeah, cut it off. <laughs> right. But I want to tell you guys two resources that are helping me so much. The first one is an app that I think somebody has mentioned on Sort of Awesome. I think it was years ago, and I did not understand what was going on with this app at the time, but it's called Picture This. And with this app, you can take a picture of a plant and the app like goes through its like planty archives and it will tell you what kind of plant it is and like give you all the stats that you need to know about is is this an easy plant to grow? Is it difficult? What's the watering schedule? How often do you fertilize? Like it gives you a total fact sheet for every plant. Now, when I first heard about Picture This, Mary, I was like so confused. I did not get what this was for. I thought it was for like, if you're just like out it like on a hike or in nature and you find a plant and you don't know what it is, you could use yes. this app and it'd be like, oh, this is the blah, blah, blah. And there you go. Well, yes, you could do that. But at the time I was like, I am not really out in nature wondering what different plants are. So that sounds like a real nice app. But when would I ever use this? Oh my gosh, I had no idea how comprehensive it is. And the great thing for me, because I do pick up so many plants at Trader Joe's, and then I put them into their own, you know, planters and pots and whatever. I've long since lost the little tiny sticker that just tells what kind of plant it is. And so I've taken pictures. And the great thing is, this is why I love it so much it keeps track for you of like your watering schedule and how often that specific plant needs to be watered. Because truly, I have swung wildly from plants completely drying up from lack of attention to like completely overwatering and then they get root rot and it's a whole thing. No, picture this keeps track of it for you. There's There's a widget you can put on your iPhone. So I have the widget and it tells me daily which plants need watering If it's time to fertilize, I can go into the notes for that plant. And like some plants just need just enough water. Some need like a thorough soaking. And so it's given me so much confidence, I guess is what I'm ultimately trying to say, to feel like I don't have to just like walk through my house every day watering every plant just a little. It has taken the stress of it out of my brain and organized it for me. And it makes me so, so, so happy. I love it. That is amazing. I had heard of the app before, but I, like you, thought it was just for plants you found on your hikes into nature. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's the picture of this app. I will leave a link in the show notes for you. I went ahead and upgraded. There's a free version or you can do like premium. And I went ahead and upgraded to the premium because I was like, I love this app so much that I'm absolutely using it enough to warrant it being a paid app. Now, if you're more analog and you'd rather have like a book experience of plant encouragement, plant stuff, 
This is a prop I brought, Mary, to show you. This book is called You Grow Girl. (laughs) It's by Christopher Griffin, who you may have seen on Instagram as Plant Queen. Nice. Queen with a K. He has hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram. And like his whole thing is plants, like houseplants and their care and keeping and just the joy of finding plants that are right for you and keeping them alive. This book I bought on Amazon after reading lots of glowing reviews of people saying like, this book is so much more than you think it's going to be, you know, with sort of like Instagram celebrities, and they come out with a book, you kind of never know if it's going to be like legit, or if it's kind of just fluff. Mary, oh my gosh, this book is legit. Like he has so much knowledge about plants and truly like goes so far beyond how to keep them alive, just experiencing the joy of it. And he weaves lots of storytelling from his family of origin in there. And it is just a delightful book. The photography is excellent. You could buy it just for the pictures and the storytelling. But if you are serious about your plants, it's such a good book. Again, it's called You Grow Girl. And I'll put a link in the show notes. And these are just making my plant loving heart so happy these days. So that is so fun. I I love that. Yes. For most of my adult life, I've had cats. And so over the years, I have just given up on plants. And so I have zero plants, but I also now have zero cats. Uh, Oh, so um, yes. I've been thinking all year, actually, I should get some plants, but it's kind of overwhelming. Like, what do I get? What do I do with them? Where do I put them? So this is Mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah, so good. So we'll have links for all of this stuff in the show notes. As always, we would love to connect with you in our social media communities. Come find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show. We'd love to hear your awesome of the week over there and just commentary on whatever is awesome in your life right now. And as we were talking about at the top of the show, come find us in the Sorta Awesome Hangout group. It truly is the heart of our community. We have so many conversations. As I was saying earlier, there's always a new conversation there. That group is just going, going, going all the time. You never know what you're going to find that's going to bring some awesome to your life. And we do talk awesome of the week every Friday over there as well. So just search Sorta Awesome Hangout on Facebook and you'll find us. Mary, I can't wait to get into the rom-com talk with you and we'll do that when we come right back. Hey, awesomes. Lots of you have followed myself and co-host Rebecca in our journey to embracing our wavy hair and going bigger with our curls. Well, one of the struggles we both have had to face was finding just the right products that treated our curls really well and were simple enough for our busy lives. So, If you are like us and you're ready to throw out your straightening iron and embrace your beautiful natural curls and waves, you have to check out Less Brands. They make it so simple to do just that. I've used Less Brands products on my hair for years. Their simple three-step system includes shampoo, conditioner, and an all-in-one styler. I love not having to worry about whether or not my shampoo and conditioner is curl safe. And when I met their all-in-one styler, you guys, it was a game changer for me. No more sticky gels, no more goopy creams. The all-in-one styler is made to match the kind of curls that you have and application is so easy. We love Less Brands, and we're not the only ones. See for yourselves why they have over 30,000 five-star reviews. Right now, our listeners can get 15% off of your first purchase of $50 or more, but only when you go to lessbrands.com and enter promo code AWESOME. That's L-U-S Brands with an S dot com and promo code AWESOME. Don't wait. Go get 15% off with promo code AWESOME at lessbrands.com. Hey friends, you know how much we love to get out there and grill. And we have been eating so well this summer when Kyle serves us meat fresh off the grill. And this summer you can add some power players to your grilling lineup with ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the subscription service that delivers high quality meat and seafood right to your doorstep. You get to choose from a carefully curated selection of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. Last night, Kyle cast iron stove top cooked the filet mignon that we got from butcher box all he had to do with was a little salt pepper and garlic on those the taste the flavor explosion all of it that was all 
ButcherBox and their amazing quality beef. Every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. And there's free shipping in the continental United States. And I love that at ButcherBox, you can customize your own box or just go with one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. And it all works out to less than $6 per meal on average. So get summer sizzling started with this special ButcherBox deal for you awesomes. Free bacon for the life of your membership plus $100 off. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash awesome and use code bonus 100 to get one pack of free bacon in every box for the life of your membership plus $100 off of your first order. That's butcherbox.com slash awesome and use code bonus 100 to claim this deal. Okay, we are back. And Mary, I thought it'd be fun before we dig into like the current state of affairs for the rom-com. Maybe we could talk like a little bit like our personal history with romantic comedies. Did you enjoy the genre of rom-com like as a kiddo, as a teenager, young adult? Has it always been kind of style of movie that you're into? I think so. I mean, I can't really remember when I first started watching rom-coms but I mean definitely in high school and then in college for sure I've told this story on my blog way back in the day that I distinctly remember this one night in my college dorm where a bunch of friends and I were sitting and watching Dirty Dancing oh yes of course yeah and we're watching the very last scene where I mean spoiler alert <laughs> for a what 30 year old movie yeah, yeah johnny comes back and he and baby had the last dance and we're watching it and a guy friend from across the hall comes into the room and he looks at all of us uh, just girls all over the floor watching this movie and he's like what is wrong with you what is wrong with your faces? Because we were all staring at the TV, just enamored and, you know, under a magical spell of the romantic comedy of the dance movie. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is, right? It is. It absolutely is. I was thinking before we started recording, just kind of thinking through what were some of the, like the formative rom-coms. Mm -hmm. Now I'm 45, so the 90s era rom-com. <laughs> sure, you've got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle, My Best Wedding. Oh, yes. I didn't realize this until I was like looking at some lists of rom-coms from the 90s, but and I never would have thought of it, but Groundhog Day is considered a romantic comedy. Oh. There's a love story and it's a funny movie. And Groundhog Day, I mean, mm -hmm. ironically, that is a movie that I could watch over and over and over and have. <laughs> so many times perfect even the movie clueless is like put into that rom-com yep. category this i feel like this was my main source of media consumption when i was you know like yes. teen, teenage definitely on into college for sure but i think that's such an interesting question like what do you think makes a movie a rom-com Oh, well, I think, like you said, it has to actually be funny. Yes. Okay. And I think that originally, or not originally, because of course there have been funny movies about, you know, love mm -hmm. back in black and white movies, like uh, Catherine Hepburn and who's the one that she's in the movies with? I'm not going to think of it. Like they are very old romantic comedies, but in our heyday, if you will, I think, I mean, honestly, it was a man and a woman mm -hmm. meeting, falling in love, yeah. having to overcome an obstacle, and then having a happy ever after. Right. And we talked about this when we've talked about romance novels on this show before. The defining mm -hmm. characteristic of a romance novel is there has to be a happily ever after. Yes. And I definitely think that that applies to the rom-com as well. There's definitely plenty of movies where it's like relationship focused, but at the end, you don't get that satisfying sort of like happily ever after and there's plenty of movies that are obviously just comedies and there's no romantic through line for it so right. yeah but I think when you have the intersection of those two characteristics you've got yourself the making of a, of a romantic comedy and I do think it's yes. interesting that in the conversation that you came across in the hangout when people were you know saying like I feel like rom-coms are dead the whole genre is dead mm -hmm. 
I do think it's the 90s, especially were like such a time, like it was such a formula. (laughs) It was so like, yes, you knew what you were signing up for when you bought that movie ticket or when you checked it out from Blockbuster mm-hmm. on VHS. Yes, yes. <laughs> Took it home to your VCR. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you knew exactly what that movie was going to deliver. The actors and actresses yeah. may have changed, but it was going to essentially be the same storyline. You pointed out that, yeah. you know, a lot of those stories, I can't think of any that really deviate from this or definitely heteronormative. It was a man and a woman. Yeah. The vast majority of the ones that were very big in popular culture had two white main characters. They're the ones that fell in love. There may have been some diversity in the cast, but they were usually the side characters, the best friends, Mm -hmm. the coworkers, whatever. We've talked some, you and I have, and and certainly this has been an, an ongoing conversation in pop culture about changes coming to the romance novel world with this expansion of characters. Who gets a love story? You know, people of color people who are, you know, not heteronormative. We, we're seeing all of these different stories being told. Do you think the same thing is happening? Are we seeing a shift in rom-coms in this era, this like 2022 era, do you think? Yeah, I really think we are. I do think that it is a slow shift, you know, it's like sure. moving, you know, yes. moving the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And I think especially, and we'll, we may talk about it later, but especially if you look at like the straight to streaming, yeah. or made for streaming yeah. romantic comedies, there is a lot more diversity. Now, the ones that are in the theater, I mean, they're more of what we remember from the 90s and early right. 2000s. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're seeing a lot more diversity. And, you know, today we're not really talking about uh, Hallmark movies, although, <laughs> you know, that is my heart. Yes, I know. But we're seeing that same shift there. Yeah. Where, you know, those are romantic comedies in a lot of cases. And so I think that Finally, we're seeing, like you said, who gets to have a love story? Well, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the hope is that everyone, no matter what their background, no matter what their relationship status or whatever their life looks like, whatever their love looks like, mm-hmm. they can find a movie or a TV series where they see themselves. Yes. And then for those of us who have always been represented in that this type of media, we can see examples of different types of relationships, different types of families, and just different types of people. Yeah, I love it. I have noticed that too. I don't get to the movie theater very often. And so a lot of the movies that I do watch, like you said, they're made for streaming. And I have mm-hmm. noticed, especially it even seems like in just like the last two years or so yep. that we're seeing a lot more diversity in the kind of storytelling that makes it to these movies. And I think it's very exciting to see that. Like you said, people yeah. that maybe never before had seen their kind of love story be represented. Now we yeah. have more access to that for everyone. So I think good changes all yeah. around as these different genres of whatever kind of entertainment are kind of opening up to different Mm -hmm. kinds of diversity. So, all right. Well, speaking of the modern rom-com, tell us about some that you just like that come to mind or that are like, these are some great 2022 romantic comedies that need to be on our radars that we need to check out. Yes. Well, we really have had a great selection, I think, of romantic comedies this year. One of my favorites is called I Want You Back. And it's on Amazon Prime. Okay. It was made for Amazon Prime. And it stars Jenny Slater and Charlie Day, who, even if you don't recognize those names, you'll probably recognize their faces. And they meet, they're meet cute, Mm -hmm. because they have both been dumped. Okay. All right. And so they become friends as they kind of support one another. And then they hatch this plan to get their exes back. Uh Uh-huh. To help each other do this. Yes. And so that, as you might expect, does not go well. (laughs) However, they continue to become closer to each other and realize that, oh, wait, maybe this is the person I'm supposed to be with. So is it a little bit of like a fake dating situation or? A little bit, a little bit. I mean, the plan that they come up with is so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you know from the get-go, this is not going to work. This this is not actually going to be the thing that causes complications down the road. Right. But yeah, and here's something I guess we should have said before is that another big change, a big shift in romantic comedies from 90s, early 2000s to now is that there's not, I don't think the happily ever after is guaranteed anymore. Oh, okay. Now that could be a big reason why people might feel like 
oh, the rom-com is dead Mm -hmm. because we have been like so programmed to expect that happily ever after. Yes. But I feel like even when you don't get in this genre of movies, even when you don't get the happily ever after the two people that you've been rooting for, you know, walk off into the sunset. I feel like most of these movies still resolve in a way where the main characters are in a good place. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. So for example, and sorry, I know I'm getting a little bit off the topic, but for example, there was a movie earlier this year on Hulu called The Valet. Have you seen this? No, I don't think I have. No. Mm -mm. Okay. It's about a movie star and a valet who fake date for the press. And the whole time I was like, are they actually going to make these two people fall in love? Because I don't want them to. He is old enough to be her father. This is so weird, but it ends up, it's very, very sweet. And it's a friendship story. Okay, that's so fascinating because I do think that in this, you know, where we are as a culture now that we're having a lot more conversations around the fact that there doesn't have to be like this romantic commitment that doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be the ultimate driving point and that maybe you what what could have been romantic could actually be a friendship. Yeah, that makes sense. And I can see how that would be like a sort of modern and updated twist on this kind of filmmaking. Yes. So anyway, I think that's a big change that we have seen along with diversity. And then also, I think that a lot of movies, there are some still very PG, light PG-13, very sweet Mm -hmm. romantic comedies being made. There are also edgier Uh You know, definitely PG-13, some R-rated movies. So I think that's a difference as well that some people may have to adjust to. Sure, a little spicier uh, filmmaking for the rom-com these days. That makes sense. Yes, so I Want You Back is a little bit spicier. It is not rated R. Well, I don't have ratings in front of me, but I don't think I would rate it R. (laughs) (laughs) The Mary movie guidance Mm -hmm. is not an R rating on this. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty conservative as far as like what I watch and what I recommend. So it's a really good one. That is on Amazon Prime. Okay. Another one that went was made for streaming is called Moonshot. Okay. Have you heard of this? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think anyone's heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like going through and because you know Netflix and Hulu they all give you the like don't you want to watch this screen and so some mm-hmm. of these titles I'm like have I heard of that I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so this one was actually made for HBO Max. Okay. I will skip all the information about the changes happening in streaming networks. Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore. Yeah. But you can rent it on Prime. Oh, okay. 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 So I was so upset when I thought maybe people will never get the chance to watch this because I thought it was super cute. It's like set in the future. The main girl is played by Lana Condor, who is from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Yes, yes, totally. Love her. She's so cute. And so she is wanting to get to the moon because that's where her boyfriend is. He's working there. Okay. And so she is going on this rocket ship to the moon. And then the other guy, he sneaks on because he just is in love with outer space or whatever. And she finds him and she's hiding him so he doesn't get caught and get in trouble. But then that makes, you know, that means she might get in trouble. And then as it turns out, she might actually like this total slacker more than her very high achieving boyfriend who's already on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) I know it sounds so silly. The premise is silly, but it is really sweet. And it's not quite young adult. It's like new adult. I mean, new adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's very PG, but like PG 13 is very cute. And so I was thrilled to see that you can still rent it on Prime. Okay, and it's called Moonshot. Yes. Okay, I love that. A little bit of sci-fi, a little bit of rom-com. I love the combination of those two things. Sounds really fun. Yes. And then there have been two movies with big names that were in the theaters and now are on streaming. Okay. One was very early in the year. It was called Marry Me. Yes. With Jennifer Lo- yeah. No, I haven't seen it, but I do at least know that it was a J-Lo movie, yes. Yes, yes. It's got J-Lo and Owen Wilson, and she is basically playing herself, and he is a single dad math teacher who happens to be at one of her concerts where she has this whole personal crisis meltdown. Long story short, they end up getting married for press reasons. Okay, yeah. And then they kind of pretend to be married and they get to know each other. And as it turns out, this 
international, you know, singing sensation actually really likes this small time single dad math teacher. Okay. So kind of like it takes fake dating a step further to mm-hmm. fake marriage, which I <laughs> yes, also find yes. to be wildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Loving it. Yeah. I never did get around to seeing that, but it does sound very charming. And JLo is such a queen of the rom-com genre. So I can just imagine that she absolutely shines in this. Yes. And you can watch it on Peacock. Okay. All right. So you may also be able to rent it on Prime. I didn't double check that, but I will say this movie, it's very funny. It's very cute. I loved all the characters. Does JLo have great romantic chemistry with Owen Wilson? No, (laughs) no. Watching them kiss was a weird thing, but the rest of the movie, I promise you is worth it. That is too funny. I love it. Okay. And then there was another one that was in the theater for a longer amount of time. And it was Sandra Bullock, also queen of the Mm rom-com with Channing Tatum. Okay. And this was called The Lost City. Okay. Again, I've seen like splash screen for that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know though that that was a romantic comedy. I thought it was like some kind of adventure story. (laughs) Obviously, I didn't look into it. (laughs) No, it is both. It's that... My favorite combination, it's an action movie or like adventure, but it's definitely romantic comedy. These are two unlikely partners, you know, thrown together in this scenario where they're trying to escape the bad guys, find the treasure, solve the mystery. And of course, they fall in love along the way. Yes, of course. Okay. And it's so delightful. I love it so much. I have watched it twice. We'll surely watch it again. And it's on Amazon Prime. Right. Okay. Good to know. Again, that's one of those that I kept seeing the title card for it on like the mm-hmm. home screen and stuff like that. And just didn't even really pay attention. But if you are saying it's well worth the time, I'm definitely going to check it out. Sounds like a yes. good like popcorn popper movie with maybe for like a little date night at home or mm-hmm. whatever. So yes. And now I do want to tell you about a few that I have not watched. Okay. But they are out and they show a lot more of the diversity that we're seeing in today's romantic comedies. Okay. So there's a Mr. Malcolm's List, which is... If you like Bridgerton, you're going to like this movie. It's set in the same time period. It is all the twistiness of the relationships and the politics of, you know, Victorian England, but it's also cast colorblind. And so there's a lot of diversity okay. in the story that might not, yeah. you know, normally be in a movie like that. And that's on Prime. Okay. Although it was just in the theater. So it's probably still a pricey rental, sure. but eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Yes. Yeah. Put it on your and then, watch list for sure. Yeah. Yes. And then when we talk about LGBTQ stories, we're actually seeing a lot more representation. Hulu has had a couple, and it's just, these are have all been out recently, so I haven't had a chance to watch them yet, but mm-hmm. Hulu has teen rom-com called Crush. Okay. And it's a love triangle. It's a girl and actually two sisters where she's trying to figure out like who's a friend, who's more than a friend, what's going on. They're teenagers, so it's all angsty. Yes. Okay. And what was the name of that one? Crush. Crush. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It looks very cute. Yeah. I've heard a lot about Fire Island on Hulu, which is like a little bit like Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay. How did I blank on that? But it's like modern day, a bunch of guy friends go to, I assume, what is Fire Island. Yeah. And the storyline that takes place is very close to the storyline of Pride and Prejudice. Oh my gosh, I love it. That sounds absolutely fascinating and like a lot of fun. So yes, yes. Go check that out. And that was on Hulu as well, Fire Island. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I know I'm rattling off a bunch, but there are also two on Amazon Prime that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. One, you're going to like it. It's called My Fake Boyfriend. Oh, I love it already. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite trope. Yes. And my understanding based on watching the trailer is that the guy is trying to break away from a toxic relationship. And so he starts posting fake pictures with him and a model. Uh But then that model becomes really famous. And so all the attention is on what he's been doing. And in the meantime, he meets a guy who he's like, oh, actually, this could be something. If only I weren't faking being <laughs> in a relationship with this model, you know, it's hijinks, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like an absolutely amazing yes. story. Yes. Yes. 
And then the last one that I was going to tell you as far as what's out in 2022 is also on Prime. It's called Anything is Possible. And it looks like just your basic teen rom-com, except one of the characters is a trans girl. Oh, okay. And so that adds some layers of complication to the new relationship. Interesting. Okay. Well, you guys, you know, we're going to have links in show notes for (laughs) all of these. Don't feel like this is, you know, your seminar class and you got to take notes or anything like that. We'll hook you up. You don't have to worry about that so that you can go and find these too. I'm like, okay. Sometimes, Mary, you know how it is these days where there's just like so much to choose from. And then you sit down to watch something. You're like, I I don't even know what I want to watch because there's just, there's too Uh, many choices. But I feel like you're kind of filling up our movie cues for us with like, watch this, then watch this, then watch this. Mm -hmm. If you're in that rom-com kind of mood. So those are the ones that have come out like 2022 right? These are like your super recent releases. We have even more romantic comedy conversation for you. And we're going to get to that when we come right back. Okay, awesomes, let's have a little grown up talk because it's time for us to talk about how better sex starts with for ya. You guys, I'm always surprised when I hear people in our awesome community say they've just never been interested in products to make things even spicier in their sex lives. Well, imagine the best orgasm or sex that you've ever had. Now, imagine that it could be even better with products that were designed to naturally enhance sexual pleasure and give you access to bigger and better orgasms, solo or with a partner. Foria is using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. Just listen to what happy customer Kathy had to say about Foria's Awaken arousal oil. She said, I was skeptical at first, but I'm a believer and so is my partner. I don't really have issues with arousal or lubrication, but this stuff intensifies everything. I have to agree with Kathy because what I love about the Awaken Arousal Oil, it uses CBD and warming, sensation-inducing organic botanicals to enhance arousal, sensitivity, pleasure, access to orgasm, and help with any discomfort that you might have. So yeah, you have my permission to go now and try this. I fully endorse you going ahead and treating yourself to more, deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it and as often as possible. And you can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria has a special deal for you awesomes. Get 20% off of your first order by visiting foriawellness.com or use code awesome at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash awesome for 20% off of your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil together. You'll thank me later. Okay, we are back with Mary Carver today, you guys. And you know, Mary is always all about helping us find the awesome in pop culture. She is our guide into digging into, of all the good stuff that's out there, what do we need to be watching? So we were just talking romantic comedies from 2022, but I have a feeling leading up to 2022, there's probably some great ones that we might have missed. Lord knows I did because (laughs) I can be so bad at movies. So tell us about some of the just like recent era rom-coms that are notable, you think? Okay, Well, here's a little trick. Here's what I would recommend. If you have watched all of the new ones that we just talked about Mm -hmm. and you're still jonesing for some rom-coms, go to Netflix and just in the search bar, type in any rom-com that you love. Okay. And assuming it's not on Netflix, they're going to give you a ton of other options, right? Oh, interesting. That's a great hack. Yeah. So just type in, you know, you've got mail. Mm-hmm. And they're going to give you options. And then you're going to find these ones that I'll, I'll tell you about. But I feel like Netflix is the place to go for the type of rom-coms that we miss. Mm, from yeah. The Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan days. Yeah. But they have so much more diversity. I think I'm looking at my list here. And only a couple of them have both main characters are white. Okay. And so I just recently watched one. It just came out called Wedding Season. Okay. And it's about two Indian American adults whose parents are pressuring them to get married. And so they fake date mm-hmm. through a whole bunch of weddings that they attend. And of course, they end up actually becoming very close to one another. And it is adorable. It is delightful. I cannot recommend it enough. Okay. And it's called Wedding Season? Yes, it's called Wedding Season. And then, I mean, I feel like we've talked about these in the Sort of Awesome Facebook group, but Falling in Love 
and Resort to Love are both starring Christina Milian. Okay. And so, I mean, she is a black woman and she's also, I think she's pretty familiar to most of us because she was in a lot of teen movies. Okay, yeah. Back in the 90s and 2000s. Both of those movies are adorable. Falling in love, she buys an inn in New Zealand and then has to fix it up. Okay, falling in love. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's a, a hunky handyman, so that's mm-hmm. not a hardship to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, that actor is also in, he was in a movie earlier this year with Victoria Justice called A Perfect Pairing, where she is trying to start her own wine import business. And so she goes and has to work on this farm where he's really hard on her. And she doesn't know that he's actually part of the company she's trying to make a deal with. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And so that is pretty cute. Of course, we already talked about To All the Boys I've Loved before. Uh, If you like the young adults type of rom-com, I would also recommend one called The Half of It. Oh, I haven't heard of that. And this is a high school girl who connects with one of her classmates, a boy, and they both have a crush on the same girl. Okay. All right. And so it's, it's kind of figuring out like friendships and relationships and growing up and families and I don't know why it took me so long to watch it because it's a couple years old, but I watched it earlier this year and it is just so sweet. It's darling. Okay. I've not even heard of that one. The half of it. Definitely. Have yes. To check it out. Yeah. Yes. And then a couple more that I would recommend on Netflix. Okay. So I feel like most people have heard of Set It Up because that was like a big splash. Netflix came out like, hey, we're going to make rom-coms. We've got Set It Up. We've got Always Be My Baby. Hmm. And it was great. Those are both fantastic movies. Mm -hmm. But one that kind of flew under the radar is called Love Guaranteed. Okay. No, I haven't heard of that. And this is the one I like to recommend when people ask me for suggestions of a Netflix rom-com. It stars Rachel Lee Cook. Oh. And yes, yes. And David Wayans, she is a lawyer and he is suing an online dating company because the online dating company guarantees that if you go on a thousand dates, you're going to find the love of your life or something like that. Uh And he's done it. And he has not found (laughs) the love of his life. Oh, no. Yeah. So it is very interesting, legally speaking, because then by the end of it, of course, they have fallen in love. I mean, spoiler. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But then the question is, well, he would not have met her if it hadn't been for this online dating company. So Mm. in a way, they actually fulfilled their promise. (laughs) So, but it is very funny. It's very cute. I really like it. So that's a really good one. Uh, Love guaranteed. I think that that is really part of the dynamic of modern romantic comedies that we got to talk about too. Back in the 90s, there was a dating apps, you know, that you had to like literally bump into somebody at a coffee shop or be set up by a a coworker. Like the dynamic that dating apps or other online ways to meet people, I mean, that has created a huge shift in the way relationships begin. And so definitely the rom-coms have got to reflect that. That is a reality. Yes, I think that's really true for a lot of technology because think about the misunderstandings that come up in old rom-coms they would all be solved by like internet stalking (laughs) or yeah i was gonna say by sending a text but yes Yes. internet stalking for sure yeah so many of the old problems it's like oh technology would have solved that already (laughs) yes but lucky for us technology creates a whole new set of problems for our would-be lovers (laughs) yeah (laughs) Oh, that's fun. That's fun. So those were some of the more recent crop from Netflix. Um, yes. Like you said, yeah. they, they kind of have been like, we're going to be in this space too with their original programming. So those are really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some to keep an eye out for. What's upcoming in this whole world of romantic comedies that we should make a note of, especially those of us who are not, <laughs> who are usually sleeping on the good stuff. <laughs> Yes. Well, I am so excited about a couple big, like big name movies that are coming soon. Let's see. I I didn't put my list in chronological order. What was I even thinking? (laughs) That's okay. 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 Well, first up, I am just waiting and waiting for a movie called Shotgun Wedding. And it stars Jennifer Lopez again, again and Josh Duhamel. Okay, yeah. And it is like The Lost City. It is an action, adventure, romantic comedy. Okay. 
It was originally supposed to be out in theaters, but then they said, no, it's going to go straight to Amazon Prime. Prime bought it. And now it's just wait, like we're just waiting. Will it be out in 2022? Will it be 2023? I'm not sure, but I'm really excited for it whenever it happens. Yeah. I mean, again, who doesn't love a JLo rom-com? She's so good. I mean, you know exactly what you're going to get in her delivery, her performance. Yes. It's like comfort food for sure. Yes. And I know like I could just leave off the one that I don't have a date for, but I can't because I love her and I can't wait for this movie. <laughs> and what was the name of that one again? It's called Shotgun Wedding. So hopefully we'll get a date sometime soon. But one that we do have a date for is actually going to be in the theaters, like a real movie. It's called Ticket to Paradise starring Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Oh, good. That's made in a lab for me, obviously. That right? just like ticks all of the boxes that I want. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they're playing divorced parents of a young woman who's getting married at a destination. Okay. Probably yeah. location. Mm-hmm. And so they are trying to work together to stop the wedding because they don't approve. Oh. And I suspect... Everyone will end up with a happily ever after by the end of it. I don't know, but I cannot wait. And that comes out in October, October 21st to be exact. Oh, perfect. And I will be there. Yes, perfect. Oh, some good old fashioned George Clooney, Julia Roberts. And also, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, they're definitely in the age group where their grown child is getting married. (laughs) (laughs) I know. The runaway bride now has Mm -hmm. a bride that's her daughter. I love it. Yes. Yes. So I'm really excited about that one. I have watched the trailer a few times. (laughs) (laughs) So fun. So fun. What else is on your radar? Okay. Well, there's also another rom-com coming to the theaters September 30th, actually, and it is called Bros. Okay. (laughs) And it stars, it's, I know, at first I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Based on the title alone. But then I watched the trailer and it is looks to be a fantastic romantic comedy about so it stars Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane, who you might not recognize, but anyone who watches Hallmark movies like I do knows him from that world. Okay. And they meet and Billy Eichner doesn't believe that Luke McFarlane could possibly care for him. Okay. Yeah. 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 Could possibly be interested in him because they are, you know. He thinks he's out of his league. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Got it. And so I'm sure that that will involve some hijinks as well, but it looks to be a really great rom-com. And I love that it's going to the theaters. Yes, absolutely. We'll have to see how that all turns out. And that's a funny name for it, but yes, I mean, like I can dig it. I see what they're doing with that. That'll be good. Yes. Yeah. So the uh, Billy Eichner character is like a very like professional, maybe a little bit nerdy. And then Luke McFarlane seems to be, he seems to be like a real bro. Okay. Out all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's where it's coming from. But yeah, I'm Got excited it. to see that. And then a couple more, one with a date, one without. Okay. We are finally getting a sequel to the movie Enchanted. Do you remember really? that with Amy Adams? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So this is like, come out. That that oh it gosh. Has been some years since that it's came been out. a while. Wow. And so I think it is coming to theaters. I'm sure then it will quickly be on Disney Plus. Yeah. At Thanksgiving. Okay. And so it's called Disenchanted. Oh, okay. Yes. And there's not a trailer yet, which is super annoying. But the description basically says that Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey's characters have to learn how to live. Uh, in the real world okay. can they possibly yeah i love a continuation of a fairy tale story those are yes. so fun to explore like what would happens after happily ever after so exactly enchanted i'm into it and that's coming at thanksgiving perfect perfect mm-hmm. movie season mm-hmm. for that yes yes and then one more just to have on your radar it was originally talked about coming out this year but it looks like it'll be 2023 on apple tv plus a movie called ghosted okay starring chris evans Hmm. and anna de armas okay well this sounds promising yes i'm just like they're so pretty and i feel like they both have a lot of you know humor in their acting so i don't know what it's going to be about i don't know when it's coming but i am looking forward to it and i have to say (laughs) low-key apple tv has some incredible original programming like 
Yes. I Yes. Apple has great content. Yes. And I love that they're continuing to develop more, not just TV series, but actual original movies as well. So yeah, Ghosted, for sure, we will have to keep an eye out for that coming out soon. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Such good stuff, Mary. Yeah, I think we have tons to look forward to. And of course, there will be more romantic comedies coming out on Netflix. There's one coming out just in a couple of weeks called Love in the Villa, about two people who get like booked in the same villa. Okay. And so they have to, I don't yeah. know, figure that out. There's just one bed. <laughs> right, right. And that one starts again with the diversity, Kat Graham, who some people, some awesomes might know from The Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I know her from other Netflix movies. And Tom Hopper, who I did not know, but it looks like he's in a lot of TV shows that I don't watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Well, okay. Speaking of TV shows, some of us don't want to just have our rom-coms distilled into a movie. We like to stretch it out over a whole series. Mm -hmm. What comes to mind for you when you think about romantic comedy-based TV series? Oh, I am so glad that I have so many answers for you because I feel like it's kind of a new thing. Yes, definitely. I mean, what do we think about you know, some of our favorite old shows like Friends or you know, whatever? They, there were romantic aspects and storylines, sure. but there are now some TV series that that is their main thing. So okay, the first one that always comes to mind when this topic comes up is Starstruck on HBO Max. Okay. And it is about a woman who meets a guy in a bar. And they hook up. And the next- oh, wait, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I forgot it was called Starstruck. Yes. 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 Okay, keep going. Keep yeah. Going. And then in the morning, she realizes, oh my gosh, he is a big movie star. Yes. And she right. is a not traditionally model gorgeous. She doesn't right. have a great job. She doesn't have, like, her life is not together. And he is a movie star. Yes. Yes. And yes, so... Yes. They have to figure out, can they actually have a relationship? Does it matter if they truly care for one another? Are their lives going to just, you know, get in the way of everything? And it is so cute. Yes. I remember, I totally forgot that I have watched this, but I do remember they do like a really good job of kind of the back and forth and the tension of like, Mm -hmm. she has a totally normal, absolutely very normal life. And he absolutely doesn't. And could this ever mesh? They have such great chemistry together. Yes. And so, yeah, that is such a great series. Is there more than one season or was it just a one season one? There are two seasons and I think each season has six episodes. So it's very bingeable, but it's more than just a movie. Yeah, yeah. That was so great. Thank you for reminding me of that. (laughs) Yes. So another one that is... I love so much is called Never Have I Ever. Yes, totally. And it's about teenagers. The main character is a Indian American teen and she is figuring out friendship and relationships, kind of a love triangle and some family stuff. And one of the things I love about it, well, I love the diversity. I love the culture that is just an everyday part of this story. Mm-hmm. But I also love that her character is not always likable. Exactly. In fact, sometimes Davy, the main character, does things that you're just like, oh, girl, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. Yes. this was not the right choice. Especially if you're like the mom's age, yeah. like I am, not <laughs> yes. the teenager's age. Yes. It's just like, no, 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 don't do it. And she does it. Yes. Yeah. But it's very, she can, you know, they bring you back and you, you love her and you want the best for her, figure herself yes. out. And the good news is there's a new season that was just released. So there are four seasons on Netflix. Is that oh right? Gosh, four? Yeah. I don't think I've seen the most recent season. Well, I haven't watched the most recent season either. It literally came out last week. Let's see. Okay. There are three seasons so far and there will be a fourth. Okay. Love it. I love Never Have I Ever so much. It is like my comfort show that I can just put on in the background or if I'm having a hard time falling asleep at night, I can put that on. I love the characters. I love the writing. Mindy Kaling is part Mm -hmm. of the production team behind it. So you know it absolutely has the comedic element to it. But the romantic storylines for Davey and then other side characters too have their sort of things they're working through in the romantic realm as well. Oh, it's just one of my favorite, favorite shows of the Netflix era, for sure. Yes, I love that one. Okay, another one. So if you want a longer form romantic comedy, but don't want a bunch of seasons, I would recommend Four Weddings and a Funeral, the series that is on Hulu. Okay. Well, I know that that title from the movie from the (laughs) 80s or 90s. Uh Uh-huh. I've never watched the TV series of it. Yes. So it was, I think it's also... 
from Mindy Kaling. Okay. Coincidentally. And look, it is not a remake. I think some people, when it first came out, got a little disgruntled because it's not exactly the same as the movie, which is fine. I actually don't love that movie. Yeah. It is more like inspired by the movie. Okay. And it's Mm -hmm. a bunch of friends from college coming back together for four weddings and a funeral and how all of their relationships and friendships change over time. And there's definitely a romance that you are rooting for, kind of. Okay. And I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it a lot. I think there's only eight or 10 episodes. So it's longer, like I said, longer than a movie, but you know, it's like, there aren't going to be any other seasons. So, you know, it's contained series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Another series that I really enjoyed, I feel like I didn't hear many people talk about it, is called With Love on Amazon Prime. Okay. No, I haven't seen that. And it is about, oh, shoot. I'm going to pull up IMDb again because I want to make sure I'm getting it right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I made this whole spreadsheet, Meg, and then I still don't have enough information. What a nerd. No, I get it. IMDb is one of my most used apps on my phone because I constantly have to go and check, fact check myself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So with love, it came out around Christmas time, but it's not just a Christmas show. It shows these two siblings, Lily and Jorge Diaz and their relationships through the holidays, through a year. Oh, okay. And so it's just showing like, and how their lives intersect. And then there's their parents and that storyline. And, you know, they've got this big family and community. And I really love, I love the diversity. I love seeing, it's starstruck is kind of set up the same way where you don't see every single day of a couple's relationship, but you just see like, the big touch point like the yeah exactly exactly like the big yeah touch points that's a good way to say it Mm -hmm, the big and so yes you can see how things are changing over time and then you kind of see how they got there and I really enjoyed it I don't know that they're going to make any other seasons okay so again if you're looking for something contained Yes. That is a good one. That's yeah, a good one. like it. And then I'll also tell you about a couple that I haven't watched yet, but are in my queue that I've heard like people won't stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I feel like a fraud because I'm this pop culture expert who hasn't watched the hot new thing. <laughs> <laughs> we all have only so many hours. <sighs> yes. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so one is called Heartstopper. Oh, yes. Right? (laughs) So just in case you missed it before, this is on Netflix based on a graphic novel about some teen boys falling in love. I've heard it's delightful. I don't know if you can see behind me. You may not be able to see. I have the set of the graphic novels. Heart Stuffer. I have mm-hmm. watched this series. I am obsessed with it. I love it yes. so much. I'm not going to use any words right now because I've been saving it for an awesome of the week. So Okay. Okay. We'll just skip right past. Just, little- just know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just know, awesome that it's out there. Yeah. We should all so be watching. Oh, so cute. <laughs> so cute. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So another one that has come out recently. I have not watched it yet. It's also based on a YA series. It's called The Summer I Turned Pretty. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen it, yes. Okay, so this is on Amazon Prime. It is by, it's based on books by Jenny Han, who wrote the To All the Boys I've Loved Before series. And it is, my understanding is that it is a love triangle with a teen girl and two brothers with this family that like family friends have grown up together. And then one summer, things change. Yes, it's so good. It was actually an awesome of the week for me, like sometime this summer. I cannot remember. (laughs) I'm all out of order on things, but it is very, it's good. And what I liked about it too is it is teen, like it's definitely YA, mm-hmm. but some of the side issues that the characters are struggling with and going through, it's a little bit more serious. It's like real world stuff. It's not. Okay. I remember you said that. Yes. Yeah. It's not quite as fluffy, I would say, but um, very, very good. And the acting was just really, was just a really fun watch too. Okay. That. I've got to make this my next watch because, yeah, everyone says such great things about I, the title of the book in the show. I, that's just I know, and I think I even said it when it was my awesome <laughs> week. Like I know the title's a little problematic, you guys. It's just once you get into the character's mindset, the but the character's character. name, her name is Betty. Yeah, well, Isabel. Yes, but yeah, they yeah, <laughs> that's been her nickname. <laughs> From the time she was a child. So. Oh, that, I don't know. I'm sure I will love it once I watch it. It also sounds very similar plot-wise 
to the kissing booth. Okay, now see, Rebecca watched that, but I have never seen the kissing booth. So. Yeah, it's not. It's like, I mean, I say... wasn't your favorite. <laughs> like you, Meg, I say love what you love. No guilty yes. pleasures, but it's a little bit trash TV. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> okay, that is hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm looking forward to watching those two. I felt like I would be remiss to not mention them just in case awesomes have not heard about them. Yeah, I feel like The Summary Turn Pretty is great if you love that angstiness mm -hmm. of like teen relationships. If you're big into that, you will love The Summary Turn Pretty for sure. Yes. It's very angsty. <laughs> yes. Okay, you know what? I actually, I'm going to say one more. Okay, bring it. Because just in case there are other awesomes out there who love holiday movies as much as I do, and I, I know you're out there, Dash and Lily is a series on Netflix based on a YA novel. And it's adorable. It's about two teens who are somehow left basically alone at the holidays. And they correspond through uh, books and clues and kind of a, a scavenger hunt through the city, through New York City at Christmas. Wow. Yeah. And it's very fun, very sweet. I mean, it's like, you know how there's just a certain tone to stories about New York City teenagers. Oh, absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely got that, but I really enjoyed it. And if you love holiday stuff and teen rom-coms, you'll want to watch that. Yes. Okay. Oh my goodness, Mary, you have absolutely like filled <laughs> up our watch lists. We should be all set all the way through the fall mm -hmm. with what we can go and watch. And that will, of course, lead us into your most magical time of the year, yes. the Hallmark holiday movie for sure. So if people do want to come find you to talk about rom-coms or Hallmark movies or any kind of pop culture-y thing, where can we find you all around the web? Okay. Well, I am at Mary Carver on Instagram on Twitter. I have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Mary Carver. And my website is also marycarver.com. So it's just my name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, the couch podcast is where I talk, have these exact types of conversations about all yes. the pop culture things and why they matter so much to us. They do matter. Thank you so much for compiling all of this for our awesome nation. This is the information that we need to keep us romantically entertained for sure. Yes, yes. If you want to find me on social media, I am at Sort of Awesome Meg. You can find me on all of the platforms. You can find the show by searching Sort of Awesome wherever you are. We would love to find you there. Give us a hashtag Sort of Awesome when you're talking about the show or something we've talked about here. And we would love to find and connect with you there. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.